Hi, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review of the 4K ultra high definition version of Bad Boys 2. I really liked Bad Boys in the 90s. I watched it recently. You can listen to the podcast review. I was a bit disappointed with it. It didn't hold up as well as I remembered. Bad Boys 2 I saw in 2003 while I was living on Grand Cayman Island. Or Grand Cayman, as they say locally. So that was a different experience going to a theater there in the first place. And the audience was a bit different. But I remember walking out of the movie just thinking it was too long too overblown, too much. It was just too much. And I have not watched the movie since. I never bought it on DVD. I never bought it on Blu-ray. And a few months ago, the 4K steelbook of both movies was under $15. For four discs, you know, all the extras. And I was like, well, what the hey? You know, I like the first one. I'll rewatch the second one at some point. And it's taken this long for me to rewatch the second one because the third one's coming out and I'm going to see it tonight. So I rewatched Bad Boys 2 for the first time since 2003 last night. And I liked it. Uh, this has been one of those movies where I'm like, oh, the second one was terrible. It just was overblown and, and, and over the top, way too over the top. And, you know, in the, in the days post-John Wick and Hobbs and Shaw and Deadpool, Bad Boys 2 doesn't seem so overblown as it did back in 2003. So I hate to say it, but maybe Michael Bay was ahead of his time. It's still too choppy. His version of making excited kinetic action on film is a bit too choppy, too too many quick cuts, too many quick edits, too much shaky cam. He could, if he would just show a hair of restraint, I think Michael, like I tried to watch his latest Netflix movie and I will get back to it. But in the first 20 minutes, I just felt pummeled by the movie. Flashbacks, flash forwards, flashbacks on flashbacks, all during a car chase. It's incredibly heavily edited. I have become a better film watcher and I like fight scenes and action scenes to pull back the camera a little bit and show me the action. Don't do a close-up of a wheel. Don't do a close-up of a punch. Pull back and let me see the actors and the stuntmen doing their thing. And that's what's great about the John Wick movies. They pull the camera back and let you see Keanu kick some serious ass. But that being said, while both of the first Bad Boys movies have a little problem with plot, they tend to get a little off. You watch the movies for Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. I mean, their chemistry cannot be denied. The two actors do a great job playing off each other. It's like they've been friends for a long time. It's like they, they chafe at each other, yet they still love each other. It That is totally a believable relationship in these over-the-top movies. And... Really good actor, played the bad guy in the first movie, but it just, he didn't get to do, he, you know, he wasn't twirling his mustache enough, I guess, or whatever. In the second movie, you've basically got two bad guys, and while they're both well-played, still, they play second fiddle to our main characters, and I maybe that's by intention, but just like in a James Bond movie or even in the John Wick movies, you need a bad guy that you can really, you know, sink your teeth into and, and think that maybe the bad guy's going to win. 
You know, maybe, obviously not in a James Bond movie or a John Wick movie or in a Bad Boys movie, but I never got the vibe that the main villain in this was going to triumph. He's a bad guy. He does terrible things, but it's just like he just does them. He's he's a bit crazy, and that's going to be his undoing, and so it was. But... There is an action scene, the highway chase that everyone remembers and talks about in Bad Boys 2. It takes place less than 30 minutes into the movie and lasts 10 to 15 minutes. And most movies would be satisfied having that being the end, the the denouement, the the final epic end. And this is 30 minutes into a 2 hour and 26 minute movie. They almost overdid that, although it's an amazingly well choreographed scene of car carnage and gunfire and it goes from the streets of downtown Miami to the highways and it was interesting to see a lot of it was filmed in Deerfield Beach which is right up the road for me and that's quite interesting but really the set pieces in the movie are well done by today's standards again a little too hyperkinetic but that's Bayhem's style and I'm not a Bay hater, I just don't think he makes great movies. He started really strong, and he's kind of been flogging things through the Transformer movies and such. But anyway, I thought the characters were even funnier. I thought what I remembered the first one being, the second one was, it is a funnier movie. More funny things happen. The whole scene in the video store could have been left out. I mean, it, it is funny, and it is a little bit of character development, a little bit of plot development, but that was one scene in the entire movie that was like, okay, move it along. This is, I mean, yes, it's controversial, and yes, it's, it's kind of, you know, it, it, it's played for laughs, but the movie would have been a tighter, more concise, seriously nail-biting experience without this stop-down uh, to do some some misunderstanding-type comedy in this video store. But anyway. Overall, I enjoyed the movie. It did not feel as long as it did when I was sitting in the theater in 2003. It felt like everything worked a little better than the first movie and better than I thought it did back in 2003. It still could be a little shorter. It, it's more overblown than it needs to be. They're just way, you know, it's just, it's still a little too much. But again, after movies like Hobbs and Shaw, Deadpool, and John Wick, it fits right in there. And you cannot deny the two leads. Martin Lawrence, who, by the way, is the lead star on the first two movies. In the first movie, it was Will Smith's, like, his second big movie. It, it You know, so he was up and coming in the time, and he was more, in 2003, more big star guy, but still, Martin Lawrence was the star of the movie. Will Smith kind of overshadowed him. It'll be interesting to see the third one. Now Will Smith is the star, and Martin Lawrence has come out of retirement to make a third movie, and they're talking about making a fourth one. What's boggling my mind is the reviews are actually pretty good for Bad Boys for Life. It... it, it I expected it to be the dog of the week, and it turns out Doolittle is the dog of the week. That movie is getting trashed by critics, and and not even they're calling it the first worst movie of 2020. Uh, 
I love Robert Downey Jr., but this has looked like a, you know, universe. I thought it was a Disney movie, but it turns out it's universal with reshoots and 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 delays. And it just, oh, it, it, last time I checked Rotten Tomatoes, it was like 13%. It's just a terrible movie. And Bad Boys for Life is up to like 78%. They're critics that actually like it. And some of my YouTube critics really like it. So I'm hoping that this continues the trend of making the movies better. One side note about Bad Boys 2, pay close attention at the beginning and then later in the movie. There is a very young Michael Shannon. He had not made too many big movies, and he got bigger after Bad Boys 2. But he, he, he plays a character that we're introduced to in the very beginning, and then they have to come back to him in the middle of the movie. And I almost didn't recognize him, but I saw him in the credits, so I was looking. I'm like, Michael Shannon is in this movie? I don't remember. He's one of my favorite current actors. He played Zod in Man of Steel. Um, he's in a great little sci-fi movie, if you've never watched it, Midnight Special. What a great movie that is. I've watched it several times. Take Shelter is a good movie. Michael Shannon is just a really good actor. And to see him play this this young uh, punky, white supremacist, nasty guy, it was, that was a lot of fun. Joe Pantoliano is great as the as the captain, and I can't wait to see him. I'm glad he's back for the new movie. I really liked Bad Boys 2. I expected to come to you this morning and tell you how awful this movie really was. And it's actually aged much better than the first one. And it holds up to today's action movies, which is kind of crazy. It's still a scattershot plot. And... It does get off track in a couple places, but overall, it's a good action experience, and if you like the Bad Boys movies, I completely understand now. I like the second one better, and I will watch it again sometime down the road, probably when it's time to watch the third one on home video or whatever. So anyway, uh, as a 4K, by the way, both movies look fantastic. Sony has, this; they knew what they had, and they have taken great care of these films. Both films are native 4K transfers with Dolby Atmos upgrades. While the first one looked its age, this one did not. It was a little dark in the beginning, but I know Michael Bay uses a lot of filters and things like that to simulate certain times of day and and. and add more color to scenes than there really are in, in life. But overall, especially outdoors, bright sunshine, the the big freeway chase, the them talking in front of palm trees and stuff, there is some beautiful cinematography that really shines in 4K. When they, when they go to Cuba, which I think it was actually Puerto Rico substituted for Cuba, um, that's also quite beautiful. It, these are both, if you, and you can find them on sale right now for under 15 bucks. You can get both movies in 4K ultra high definition for under 15 bucks. Highly recommend them if you like the movies. They are worth the upgrade. They look much better than the original Blu-rays. And I can't really say much about the DVDs because I, well, I did have Bad Boys 1 on DVD. But anyway. Yeah, check them out on 4K if you're a fan, and do check out Bad Boys for Life this weekend. It's gotten enough good reviews from notable critics that it might be uh, a, a suitable time waster if you like these kind of police action movies with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Check out my website at therockfile.com. Please subscribe to the podcast for more. I will have a Bad Boys for Life review for you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.